So, I'm sitting here with the uh, the fine, fine gentleman of uh, Sun and Flesh. If you want to go around the horn and uh, introduce yourself so people can get used to your voices. and Hi, my name is Jonathan. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matthew Brewster. My name is Stefan. My name's Christoph. I was going to wonder if you could... Uh... I didn't even think. It was so hard to think. I was like, whose name did we say? I can tell by your facials. You're like, wait a minute, who, whose name wasn't said? I was going to try and make some joke. It just didn't even materialize. You're sure like, just a joke. Just say it. <laughs> No one can see that. Doi division. You don't like Doi division? Uh, Doge division? Nobody likes Doi division. They just like the t-shirt. I want to get a, speaking of shitty t-shirts, I want to get a, uh, for unlawful carnal knowledge Van Halen shirt. Some people are like, that's a cool shirt. It's like, it says, it stands for fuck. It stands for fuck. <laughs> that's what it, it's the fuck album. But, I had, anyway. a, I had a CKY shirt when I was in high school, and it said CKY real big, and then on the you. one it said FU. Why are you? So it said "fuck you," yeah. but it was like subtle. Oh, I wore it once, and then I was like, "People Got stared." I was like, "Awareness!" I'm not wearing it. Again. Who's fucking? So, so edgy. So edgy. <laughs> so edgy. Oh my god! High oh my school god. me was so edgy. So were you wearing, Matt were was like, the coolest six-year-old. Like, no, fingers in the air and stuff. I thought Marilyn Manson was stupid. Really? Even from when I was a kid. Yeah. You're dumb. I was like this. You missed shit. out on so much cool I shit. I thought it was whack. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's whack is that word. <laughs> no, whack is cool, bro. Crack is cool. <laughs> you have to know, like, Matt's the expert on all 80s words. Oh, we'll, yeah. Like, throw in some totally, some rads. Yeah. Cowabunga. What, what else? Cowabunga. I Basically, mean, all turtle, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get laid, like, never? Yes. No, I can exactly <laughs> yes, never. <laughs> never. I bet you got laid like all the uh, nerds in the, the 80s movies. The I, it's, movies. Like, I, it's like I look at pictures of myself when I was younger, and I'm like, them? how? <laughs> how did anyone even talk to me, let alone have sex with me? It's, he he it's did get laid a lot in the 80s. Though, in the so. 80s, oh my god, in the 80s, yeah. When you were a zygote? I was <laughs> <laughs> That's your band name. Zygote? Zygote. When I was a zygote. What's a zygote? <laughs> yeah. Maybe you can find out. It's like a goat, out. just smaller. It's at the end of the al- it's, a, it's a goat that's at the end of the alphabet. Good. <laughs> All right. So now that the uh, pleasantries are out of the way and name calling is already commenced, <laughs> uh, let's keep it going. There's going to be more of that for sure over the yeah. next uh, 45 minutes to an hour. Um, we tried doing this last time, but drinking happened. And uh, well, drinking's happening now too. It's just that <laughs> also microphones are happening. Hey, you know, I actually have a better laptop and equipment. Uh, as it were now, because you know you guys are pieces of shit and wouldn't let me use yours. Is that true? So that, that is not true. <laughs> I, asked, I, I was like, hey, I, I, mean, I go, I have, micro- I go, I have microphones, but like, I have a shitty laptop. Can I use yours and just plug your? Sh-? And he was like, yeah, just do that. And then like, when I was like, well, do you have a charger? Do that. Like, do you have a charger or anything like to make sure? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Should, we should. We should do that. The, Somewhere. The part about us, us being pieces of shit is true. I just can't imagine us right, not right, letting right. anyone use our laptop. Or not not. I can because you were probably using Final Cut Pro for that. I was. I was. Things. I was. I was using Final Cut Pro. Uh, so you guys are back here in Michigan, and you guys are from. Are you guys officially not from Buffalo, or just New York? We New Jersey now. Why, why are we from? Why, New Jersey? Why would you no, be Buffalo? Uh, well, at one point I thought, well, going way back in the day, I thought Ryan and Matt were like more toward the Buffalo area. No. Or were they more No, they're New Hampshire. New ha- North of New Hampshire. There's a Buffalo in New Sorry, Hampshire. Sorry, Southern New Hampshire. Just yeah, like but like, they're from like, it's right near Rochester, Man- Manchester, New Hampshire. Area. And Syracuse, <laughs> New Hampshire. No, no, no. <laughs> All right. But yep. regardless, so I thought there was the home base. Well, since, I don't know. We, uh, we, it's, I guess it's sort of up in the air. We still say Brooklyn sometimes, but. Only one of us lives there now, 
and only for now or for a couple more. I don't know. What are you doing? Oh, well, I'm shit! Put it right on Stephen <laughs> on, on the hot seat. I'm gonna stay there for a minute. We'll you're, see. you're like Rex Ryan right now we'll, with Buffalo. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, but no, Christoph, uh, Christoph, Johnny, and I just moved together into a house in Jersey. Because they're in like a weird loft triangle. Yeah, we have a weird single, loft triangle. Single bedroom, single bedroom, small, small pad. You guys built single your, bed. Took the bunks from the uh, the van and put it yeah. into your house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even. Have, right it's now. just it's just a half bath. It doesn't even have one full bath. Oh shit! One bedroom, bedroom is half a bedroom. Bath. It's it's yeah. a bed it's a bed bathroom. Yeah. We took all the bed bugs from, the, from that from that house. You beat me to it. You beat me to it. Yeah, asshole. I washed myself with a rag on a stick. Oh, okay, Bart Simpson. Older than you. I know your references. All right. <laughs> Especially if are you ladies. actually older than me? I'm thirty. I just turned thirty-two. You're not older than me. Oh well, man, nice. When did well, you turn thirty-two? Like two weeks ago. Happy ago? birthday! Twentieth. I love being really? the elder yeah. states. You're six days room. older. Okay. And can't you tell? Better looking too. <laughs> not by much. No. No. <laughs> can't you tell no. how uh, that I'm older by my dignified? By your dick? No, I can't. I can't tell by your dick that you're older. More like a baby dick. (laughs) But it's grayer. Put it back in your pants finally, Matt. Come on. I know know you're trying to be hip with the kids with dicks out for Harambe, but there's no gorillas here. Like she started a movement. It's the anti dicks out for Harambe. Dicks in. Clams out. Dicks in. Yeah, clams clams in. Clams out. (laughs) Pearl jams. Dicks in for Betty the Chimp. What's the other? What's the other gorilla that just died? And everyone's like, "Was that it? Is there, there another? One? Is there another gorilla? Yeah, there's it? someone. Another. Well, I don't I know. If it's I thought that was your joke. No, no, I just pulled that out of somewhere. I don't know what that is. Well, you put the clams on. You know, Benny and the Chimp. Everybody knows Benny the Chimp. Benny and the Jets. <laughs> so yeah. apparently, you guys are all now re. Uh, shut your mouth, Allie. Stop rubbing against records. Don't talk to rough like that, John. That's I will. So nice. I will smack her and her black ass. <laughs> Uh, which is technically white underneath all this this fur. <laughs> um, also, leathery. people will be listening. Like, oh my god, she's hideous. <laughs> <laughs> I I like them Amazonian. Sun and flesh appears on racist podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> only slightly, only slightly smallest internet firestorm ever. <laughs> only hurts their draw slightly. Confused? Are we breathing? <laughs> Breathe wrists? No. 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 Uh, Breedists. So you guys uh, are, I guess, now in New Jersey-ish. Ish. Um, Never. So you think that's going to be an easier scene to break into? <laughs> no? Matt yeah, says no. no. Um, Although there's some cool bands from there. Is there really actually any? Yeah, there's no, good bands. Uh, there's good bands. I feel like at least in bon New York. Bon Jovi. Pine Grove is from Montclair. <laughs> Uh, thank Dutch you, scientists. Eddie Cruz. Eddie Cruz. Yeah, yeah, thank you, yeah. scientists. Well, I was going to say, because it seems like, at least being in New York, there's there's a uh, wider array of places between, like, upstate New like, between, like, I'll say, Buffalo, Syracuse, you know, like, there's a, a more pockets to play within Definitely. your own state. Um, so it seemed like that would be an easier place to kind of uh, habitually hit to try to grow and expand your, uh, your reach. Um, but... Have you guys played Jersey a lot? Like, will it be an easy transition to kind of start Once playing? Once or twice. Well, the reality Jersey? is where we live, it's like 15 minutes from the city. Yeah. It's the city. It's from just New York city. city. Oh, okay. The, yeah. The, the, you can tell we're from New York, the city. 
it, it's, it was it's a ma- it was a matter of convenience. I was to say the only frame of reference for New York in any way, shape, or form I have is Sex in the City. So, <laughs> oh, it's just like no. that. It's, so yeah. it's it's like going across the bridge and no one wants to be there. Or Staten Island. Everybody no one, no one has to to an apple martini in their hand at all times. And scrunchies. Right. And then John's scrunchies. basically like our Samantha. I am Samantha. <laughs> so you're a lesbian in real life. I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. So you'll be the first with a kid. <laughs> um, I guess, but yeah. So well, I guess I would be Samantha because I'm old, but not hot. You're old, so and it's like yeah. yeah. And you don't even like having. Sex. And I've gotten around. Yeah. I don't think she did. I think she just. No, wait, it wasn't. It wasn't. Samantha. Oh, I'm sorry, Samantha. You're right. I'm thinking of a uh, Charlotte. No, I'm not thinking of Charlotte. I'm thinking of uh, the red kid, Miranda. Yeah. Miranda. I'm I own the whole series. Fuck you. And you know what? For any woman who potentially will be listening, and if you made it this far, then this is why you are sticking around uh, for Sex and the City talk with real Sex and the City men. Uh, <laughs> all four of those women, you're not one of them. You're all of them. It's basically every woman's different personality types personified in one woman here's, with with carrying with carryover traits. Here's the so real... let's discuss that with being um. a touring band. Like, how do you all actually? Have carry, like traits that are similar but completely Hope different. Hope you can hear me open the flask of whiskey here. Oh my god! I just, I have, here's here's the real question though. If we're talking about Sex in the City, who saw that the show on HBO was coming out to Sex in the City and then was disappointed with the level of nudity? Uh, did you actually? Uh, we're all too young for that. I mean, the chick from fucking Mannequin and. Uh, oh, that's Porky's. a great movie, though. Porky's this is, but this is this, we're talking pre-internet. She got naked porn. all the time. She got naked enough for everybody. Right, but yeah. we're talking. But we're talking. And why does Jared Jessica Parker wear outfits that should require a bra and doesn't? And then when she should not be wearing a bra, she has one. We're talking. Let's talk about that. We're talking. We're talking pre-internet Let's porn. <laughs> Let's not. You have the longest hair. You should know the most <laughs> about bras. <laughs> you wear one of them hair bras. <laughs> So what's up with Broad City? Is it really like that down there? Yes, yes it is. It is. We're big fans, so that's yeah. a great show. Anyway, anyway, yeah. Well, uh, I was gonna make this. I was gonna say this whole Stop thing about talking. the internet. Stop I'll, 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 re- I'll refocus. You know what I'm? T- everybody knows what I'm talking about. I'll refocus. All right, so, refocus. Uh, <clears throat> sitting here with uh, Stefan, uh, who plays guitar and uh, backing vocals, and uh, Christoph, who's lead vocals and guitar as well. Uh, you two are the only original two members of the band, as far as I know, uh, at least since it's been introduced to me, you two are the only two original members of said band, unless Stefan was not, based on Christoph's facial expressions. Is that correct or no? No, uh, we're, the, we're the original members. So, with... We're all original members. <laughs> we don't discriminate like that. Well, uh, we'll no, get, we do. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, well, we just don't tell us to talk about it in public, but yes. So the something I've always wondered with the two of you, because you, uh, you two, at least I know Christoph against Stefan, we haven't really ever discussed this. You two aren't from here in the states, the United States. Uh, Christoph, you were a exchange student who came here to Michigan, uh, specifically Okemos, uh, which is over by no, not Okemos. Uh, around that area, over by Owasso. Lansing, Owasso. I'm sorry, over by the uh, Lansing. How area. could you confuse those two? <laughs> Pokemon's Owasso. It's really only Pokemon? like 20 minutes away. Isn't do you it? even yeah, know yes, Michigan? Yes, I do. I lived in Lansing, but Okemos was like way far away. It was a rich area, and I didn't have money to go across that toll. Um, so you actually came over here as an exchange student, 
Um, do you want to talk about that a little bit and just kind of like what what's it like being actually an exchange student? Because that's not an experience many people really get to have. It's awesome. I was 15 and I had a fake ID, so <laughs> everybody loved me. Do you, I mean, to me, you don't look really old. So did you look older as a younger kid? <laughs> He's a bad Benjamin Button. It goes, it goes the other way. <laughs> That's like, yeah, it was based on it was based on based your on life. based on my life. Yeah, yeah. It was based on your life. You know, Brad and I are homies now. Yeah, I'll do on a first name basis. Now that he's single, I bet you guys get the trip just clean up. Yeah, yeah but, but he doesn't go out with me anymore. You know, but Matt like, and John would be jealous in this him. like one bedroom. <laughs> I'm not just single. I'm fucking Brad Pitt single. What does that mean? I don't know. We'll see what he does. He just got divorced. It's it's up in the air. Probably smoke a bunch. He's a <laughs> He does, no, I'm single, he? but I still got yeah, all these yeah. kids around. But he doesn't because he doesn't have visitation rights. Yeah, apparently, he oh. does not. He does not. Wow. Who reads TMZ? Yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> mean reads. I watch it. I don't know how to read. So you came oh. down here when you were 15, had a fake ID, probably yeah. buying all the booze for all the ladies who thought you were cute because you were foreign and had an accent, presumably. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Because that's, yeah, how, it was, that's how it was in high school. Man. That's how it was in my school. We had a exchange student, about that. and he won homecoming king, and then as a result. No exchange student was allowed to like they had like the faux royalty that you could be for being an exchange student, but as a result of that dude winning homecoming like my sophomore year or whatever, they're like fuck that that's that's not okay. So, Wait, what accent? Wait, what accent? Did he, he was have? from uh, was he from Austria? I think he was from Austria, and he came over and he was he played soccer really well. He was on our football team. Problem as is, a kicker, I didn't play well, but the people that played here sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Soccer was really good. Football, not so much, but we pretty much picked anybody. Because we was... were still just learning what it was. was what is this? Kicking with your foot the whole game? <laughs> no, the dude, dude actually could, uh, he was huge. He was like six foot something, like 500 probably, pounds. He was like a solid, like muscular, like 230, 240, just in shape. Food. And then basically, like, took every woman in our high school and it made every dude, like, jealous. And then he went homecoming king. I was gonna say it's like the like the Austrian accent is not something that you think of necessarily when you're like sexy foreign guy. Right. Oh, like, <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, like looking at I remember like looking at come, this dude. come over here. I want to talk to you. Really, really badly. I remember like when he came over. I was like, that's a good looking. Like, that's a that's a good looking guy. I can. Would you like Bogus from Schnitzel? I remember when. Uh, <laughs> was that? That, that, that was bad. That was forget it. Forget I talked. Just forget I talked. I uh, I just forget it. I remember thinking like the dude's a good looking. Do then as soon, like you said as soon as he opened his mouth I was like oh shit you can't speak <laughs> like that's that's not a great accent was, uh... but uh but no so I would imagine potentially similar I mean you're not six foot and chiseled like a, a Greek god but I'm six one don't you do me like that <laughs> not chisel at all <laughs> I'm scrawny as fuck that is why scrawny's okay. I suck at soccer, but I was on the varsity team, and I played better than the whole team, so, I mean, there's that. Was it because you were the the worst of the players where you came from, and then the best of the worst here? Basically. Okay. Big fish, small pond. <laughs> yes. It's not even a pond. It's not even a pond. <laughs> Big fish, it's small like Michigan. Small stream. puddle. Yeah. Um, so, did you... Uh, obviously, I know you kept in contact with the... Uh, the the host family is that what you call them? Yeah, the um, they're good peeps. Have you? Did you keep in touch with anybody else like over the years? Like, because I think you're about the same age as me, so you've been removed from high school about at least ten years at this point. Ish. Ish. Yeah. Ish. Uh, 
No, not really. Not yeah. really, no. No, but I didn't keep up with anybody, really. I'm a loner. What, uh... Because I'm, I'm assuming around that time would have been around early 2000s-ish when you did that? A bit later, but yeah. So, what, uh kind of music did you get into like were you exposed to anything Ooh. new over here when uh a ton of shit a ton of shit because this was like right as the internet was starting to happen Kazaa. <laughs> yeah it was napster that time yep. no it was no largely already shut that down <laughs> yeah that was already down but I, it, it, a, a ton of shit because it wasn't it wasn't as uh like now everybody knows everything around the world but back then it was you'd actually discover bands through like friends instead of you know Facebook or whatever it is now that you discover bands through. We should know this, by the way. We should know where you discover bands through. <laughs> we suck. Well, we usually see them live because we play with them. And no, I mean, them the the I mean, probably people find band. us. Right. Not on Facebook. Not on Facebook. I don't know, but the, yeah, absolutely. Um, what was like it, a big takeaway band? Like, do you remember a band that like, just really impacting you? Like when you came over here, like Taproot. Taproot. Oh well, my god, Taproot. So yes, yeah, from, exactly. From this area, yeah, yeah. So. I first heard about the Dave Matthews band when I came over here. Instant regret. In a, in a, Dave. Oh, okay. I was oh, gonna say Dave. in a, in a positive light, or where you, is it was like a. No, one, one, one band I remember because you brought it back like you had the record it was the first System of a Down record the first, and that was the like first so fucking sick. It's funny you know, it was like, some of that on guitar. Yeah, showed. Yeah, that they were, was they're awesome. That was like mind chip. Mind so chip. what? Uh, what were you? Because I, like we were just discussing back then, the, uh, cultures and, and regions of the world were separated, and not as easily accessible by you know a fucking internet connection. Yeah. What? Uh, what kinds of music were you getting into at that point that maybe you showed people over here, or if anything, or was it not really that big of a Falco? Falco, hell yeah! <laughs> he brought Falco to the masses. <laughs> I re-brought him to the masses. He re-brought it. I, re- I, was, like, I was jamming in the van in the van the other day, and you guys were digging it. I dig it. It's no, fucking I, great I music. I think it's cool. You, know, yeah. you almost said He's I was jamming singer. it in the VN. In the VN, Frajin, who's also from Vienna. So, yeah, full circle. So uh, I feel like I feel like really you the... you playing Falcon or Falco in the Falcon. band and telling everybody like check this out is like the same as me being like you guys don't know this obscure '80s punk band you're not you're not into this. The it's like, it's no, like, it's more like you going like I, I love, love like, the germs. Almost, like, yeah, I know. You know they're huge. I love the germs. <laughs> germs. It, what was that? Uh, Pat Smear's band. Yeah. 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 He's fucking awesome. Yeah. He's OG. It just seems like I dig that though. It would seem like uh, that would be kind of a, an interesting thing to, especially in your formative years of, but I don't know if you were playing guitar at that point, mm-hmm. um, and kind of more established in trying to find a sound of your own, uh, but it would seem like it would be an interesting thing to be able to come over here and maybe like find like, you know, around that time like White Pony had come out, I don't know how culturally that like impacted the world. At White Pony point. I still bought when I was over, over in Austria, but that was total like chance that I stumbled upon that record. And that was that was a really like um, like significant record for me, especially like that was the first time I heard anything like that. Right. And I've, I'm still in love with that record. Love that yep. band. Yep. Uh, everything they put out. We just what, what, which record was it on the band? The self title. Self title. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Everyone hates that record. I think it's. it's I think it's, it's so just some. It's just not their best, but it's oh, good. Bloody it's Cape and yeah, there's, there's some real undo. That one gets some undo. The nerve is yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, I love all the shit. Cell phone boys. That's that that first, but even just that first song with the, 
hexagram. Yeah, yeah. that like as soon as that kicks in, you're like, yes, that's what it's called. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But same with um the one after Saturday Night Rest. Like a lot of a lot of people don't. Everyone hates that. Yeah. I finally heard it. I just saw Death Row. It's my number one favorite. Oh, actually, that's my least favorite record. I think I would. No, the newest one. I hate the newest one. I love the newest one's really good. I can't get past the first song. The self no, 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 the newest gore. 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 Oh, gore. Yeah. 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 I, I kind of like blended that one out of my mind. I can't, I can't, no, but I can't you know what? I didn't. Everything that you were saying about gore when you first heard it, I agreed with, and then after I listened to it, a it it's times, definitely a grow. It grows it on grows. you. Yeah, it's good. That's it's really what good. She said. Yeah, it's so, a grown out show. There we go. But uh, so you know, there's there's bands like that that like you know when I was coming into my own, getting into like you know Deftones, Corn. I'll say it stained stuff like that, like in the early two thousands, that kind of were, I guess, new metal pure to a degree, but also getting more experimental in and branching out. Like you know, you're liking parts, your tools, lateralis around that time, um, stuff like that. Like where everyone was kind of being very adventurous in, in their sound. That it's like you know, it seemed like it would be very interesting to see how that affected you, like coming over here, being able to hear stuff that's from around here, but then also mm-hmm. more stuff that's getting out to you that maybe we're not aware of. And then even to the point with Stefan, like, you know, do you remember anything that, like, Christoph brought to you? It was like, dude, so while I was over here in, in Michigan, like, I, I thought, like, Taproot, I guess, would be mm. the one that you already mentioned. But, like, was there anything that he brought over? Like, so someone was playing this, like, holy shit. Outside of that. Um, yeah, I mean, like, definitely the, the first System of a Down record was, like, you know, like a big, a big game changer, sort of, because yeah. it sounded so different, still, like, kind of raw. And, I don't know, it's like, kind of they, they pushed their boundaries and like you know made it work really well but I'm trying to think what other bands I remember you had that Cold Chamber record but I only liked like two songs Dark of that Days, I think would yeah, have been yeah. one of that but one definitely like all, all these like <clears throat> bands like back then like Seven Dust Seven Dust still you know, was just solid yeah right? no I, I I like all their records I think they're awesome Static Axe was awesome yeah for sure that was but, like, was any of that getting out to you guys? Like, because it was... It did I mean, come and, over and eventually. And yeah, yeah. John Definitely, like, more like the, the, the post-Sepultura, like, the whole Soulfly thing, yep. you know, Snod, yep. that, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's so you guys were, like, though. as cut off as it maybe I would assume you were oh, in the pre-internet day, like, the the it, beginning of the internet days. So basically right, right. I remember look, downloading, like, stupid that Snod video for, like, four <laughs> days. Oh, my God. <laughs> on a modem. Worth it. Watching totally farm, worth watching it. Watching farmclub.com. Awesome. That was like three... Farm club. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's how I found yeah. uh, Chimera the first time. Farm club. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Pinfield. Before he went on it, it took like five five years usually. Like five yeah. years was the time it took for something that was big here to become big over there. And funnily enough, it kind of still is that way. Like, um, yeah. if you go back and really? listen to some bands that are around, yeah, and they sound like bands that were around here five years ago. Huh. I guess... That, I don't know why that didn't change. Um... <laughs> But yeah, you see like now you see like a lot of bands that sound like you know um, a day to remember, right? right. Stuff right. that was big here five years ago. I like kids wearing black Dolly murder shirts more than ever. You know, what it's I mean? still weird since yeah. they're from here to Detroit. Oh no, sure. <clears throat> yep. Um, so when you guys started off, because you both being guitar players and whatnot, like what mm-hmm. were some of your influences growing up over in Austria or whatever? And, it was it was it was still American bands. I mean, I was really into Nirvana when I was a kid. That's what got like, you into playing guitar and wanting to sing. Absolutely, yeah. <clears throat> the first band that really started it for me, where I was like, "Wow, I want to do this." 
Um, and then from there on out, it was, um, you know, like pretty much then I just already like moved here and then all these other bands came in. So that's what then furthered it. But Nirvana was like the, the first one really for me. For you, Stefan? Um, I mean, it's, it's hard to tell because I like, I try to branch out a little bit, but I remember I was like, because Christopher showed me like the first. <laughs> <laughs> Once you hear it once, you just... Oh, my God. No, my but, guitar strings will ring on. No, but Chris showed, mm-hmm. like, the first four chords, and he was like, well, turn them around and make a song. Like, all right, cool. Like, flip, them around, like flip the progression around? Yeah, flip, flip around. the progression around. Yeah. And then it was, like, start to learn, like, Metallica riffs, like, you know, pearls and whatnot. And then, like, I, I remember meeting him, like, after, like, he, he was here in Michigan, and was like, oh, let me show you. Like, I can play guitar. And it was like, here's a guitar, and he gave me one in drop A. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, I have no idea what's going on. All strings wobble. I, I'm like, I can't play this shit. This is so cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Do you like Slipknot? And, yeah, yeah, and, and when we got back, I actually, yeah. when we got back, I actually did buy a seven string. And that oh, was yeah. like, yeah, that's right. That now, was like 15 the, years ago almost. Here's, here's no, a weird 10, question. but like, no, it's 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been like eight then. When was it? 10 years ago, probably, right? 10, yeah. Yeah. Here's a weird question. Yeah. I guess I wouldn't have even thought of this. Only had it for just, six months. Just though. made the comment. So, gear, what's available to you out there? Like, because, you know, a lot of t- international touring bands always, comp- like, say, <clears throat> you know, getting, like, at one point in the early 2000s, like, getting diesels was hard for here in, the, in uh, like, mm-hmm. American. American amps, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like, some people couldn't get mesas and stuff like jeans? that. Jeans? Do it, like, G-Benz. You don't have the same jeans over there? You know the cars that use diesel? But, like, I remember, like, diesels. Well, you don't even wear pants over there. Metal later and stuff like that. But like, how hard is French it to wear get? Berets? You know, like a, you get everything that you get here. It's just it's sometimes it's, it's more, more expensive, expensive for Americans. So yeah, yeah, like Marshall's always going to be cheaper. Angle's always going to be cheaper because they're like you know European brands. Cheaper but, actually, over there, yeah, because yeah, the German apps. Right. right. But um, like everything else, like I so remember you can, we you, you bought that that Mesa Boogie like the two ninety five used yeah that I used for for like years the, and like years dual record or triple no oh, the power, power amp. Amp. Okay. and I used to with a like a rock drum, but the thing like, was that was an eBay thing and that was oh. yeah, yeah no that was there yeah, for eBay sure. was here longer than it was but he also there, bought so. it in the states right yeah that's why I said yeah, I bought yeah. it here and it was cheap for us but you you hardly see any 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 Mesas over there. Okay. But I think now a little more, but more. The struggle is the same thing. You know, when you're young, when you're like 13, 14 years old, you don't have the money to buy gear. Right. You never yeah. do. Like, it's the same with every. Like, when we play with bands and on tour, we play with local bands that are like younger, they're like, you know, 19, 20 years Playing old. Playing the combo amps and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. But I get it. I mean, gear's expensive. <laughs> you know, like, you know. Yep. <laughs> I, still have, I still have my first cards. combo amp. It's like this crate combo amp, and I still have it. It's like. I look at it, I'm just like, I want a piece of crap. But I'm still like, that's oh, a pretty cool. That's my piece like, of crap, That's though. my piece of crap, yeah. yeah. But then the, the funny thing is, sometimes, like, older bands come up, and they're like, oh, my God, you guys play Axe Effects? Like, how do you guys can afford this? Well, like, well, you have a car, right? He's like, yeah, I have a car. You have a PlayStation, right? Yeah, I have a PlayStation. You live in a house, right? Yeah, I live in a house. Well, there you go. Yeah. We don't have any We don't have any of this. <laughs> but our AM sounds killer. Yeah. I'm driving, I'm driving your house car payment, house and yeah. car payment. Yeah. But that, and instead of, like, playing exactly video games, I have, I have more gear. And we don't, you know, get too wasted at bars. Like, we drink maybe a couple beer, but, you know, we're not... It's a good thing about being on tour. Everybody wants to buy you drinks. Right. Well, All the money too. goes into, right. like, making right. us feel comfortable with what we're well, I was going to say, what, uh, how do they put it? Reinvesting in yourself. Right. Reinvesting in your band. Um, 
Sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you say, uh, yeah. Right, Mr. Smarty Pants over yeah. there. Oh, yeah. So, um, hey, what he's saying, we should do that. We should do yeah. that. <laughs> we, should, we should think about that. Long and hard. Uh, Emphasis on hard. Free wisdom right here. So, at what point did uh, you guys move here to the States? And what was the, the goal between, like, was it to pursue music? Or? Absolutely. Well, Steph and I played in bands ever since uh, we were kids, basically. Like, Really, really Always in the same dynamic, like singer, guitar player, both of you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but like you were never a bass player. <laughs> no, 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 never, never no. learned. No. <laughs> Here's no. a root note. Play it. <laughs> no, no, we never you did you that. Didn't we like always were dance together. <laughs> and then always I lead too. Like, had the chance to like move out here, and I was. Uh, we we had a band for a while in, in Austria, and it. it um, the problem there is that there really isn't a scene, and there's no infrastructure for bands. There's no venues to play. There's no, uh, there's no nothing. Um, Traveling is crazy. Couldn't expensive. rely on the internet you know to I mean? make you famous. Well, plus then you at the time you had different countries, so you had to like, you want to play a show, you know, three hours away. It's a different country right there. So it, it was all these we'll hassles all that you don't have here. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I had the chance to move here, um, and I did, and and I think half a year later you came. How long ago was that, roughly? Five years, yeah. I'm, I'm okay. here for five, five, six. Yeah. So, yeah. so you guys moved roughly around the same time. Yeah. And was the goal like initially, like, hey, let's start a band, like, yeah. or let's continue doing a band? Exactly. Yeah, we we, we wrote a bunch of songs. Stefan came to visit me here. We wrote a bunch of songs. We we're like, this shit is good. We what should. basically would become maybe the first EP or stuff that wasn't so, even. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember you had like this song, and you were like, well, do you have any ideas for leads? And I'm like, all right, cool. Record some couple lead tracks on it. Yeah. And then I felt like I had this idea, like, oh, why didn't you play the main riff like this? And it ended up being that Shades of Grey song, okay. like the the raw like the version demo. of it, which like we the made draft. before yeah. that book became big. Oh, way <laughs> before, way before. That was yeah. such a bummer, man. You guys were so into like you yeah, had the first yeah, yeah. thirty. Well, it's shades. just called Shades of Grey. It's not called Fifty Shades. Right. Well, they yeah. only had a couple. Totally of shades. different. They only had yeah. a couple of shades. It's like. Two to three. Two to three. Two to three. We're talking about forty-nine shades of gray in our song. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that movie's about or that book. Um, but yeah, then we have, and then I came, went back to Austria, and I stayed with you for like a week, and we just locked ourselves into Stefan's apartment there, and just uh, I think we wrote "Tread Carefully," we wrote "Purge," we wrote like about three. I think we wrote the yeah. first EP the basically first EP, yeah. in that session, and uh, then shortly after he moved here, and we started the band, and we just. Uh, Look for musicians to play with, and uh, after some some detours and members, we uh, found John and then Matt, and uh, the rest is history, as they say, right? So I guess that's a it's a good time to uh, branch off and talk to Matt and John. What a, a segue! What a, what a, uh, so they should you, pay me for this shit, right? Pro. So you guys Broadcast. are the <laughs> you guys are the, the uh, procrastinator. You guys have been newer, two newer members. Uh, I think you probably have as, just as much time as anybody else at this point. Way and more. I would have known Way more. more. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm to be fair. I didn't want to like sit there and be like, I know everything. But <laughs> I figured it was more. But at this point, I at least wanted to say like as much as the longest to the rhythm section or whatever. Um, so, how did you two come to find these guys? I played a show with Kristoff. In an old band? And, uh, yeah, I was in an old band. Uh, Which was called? It was called uh, Last Stand for Lucy. And they, right? they went nowhere. Is that right? Yeah. That was, that, Long you, Island. It was your band. You know that. <laughs> 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 
No, but yeah, that was what happened. We played Stand a show together. Stand last, Lucy. I don't think we spoke that show. I don't think no, we I don't think spoke. I, I, didn't, I didn't know you. I remember you guys had lights. I remember watching you guys lights? with the lights. Yeah. All oh, those LEDs that yeah. you had. Yeah. What the, the fuck time happened I saw to those? That. I saw yeah. a video They're in my garage. Mass garage. <laughs> oh, you need to remember those back in really well. I, I remember telling a friend of mine when you guys played Kalamazoo the next night after my first show with you, I was like, hey, bring sunglasses. And he was like, what? And then he was like, I looked like an asshole for about like 0.2 seconds. And then when they started, everyone's like, oh, oh, you know. And then, <laughs> that was intense. That's it awesome. was intense. That was intense. <laughs> I remember being like, holy shit. There's a lot of light. Yeah. That was kind of funny. We, I, I was recording vocals for, I think that would become the second EP. And I was out in L.A. doing that and just finished. And our old rhythm section... Um, basically moved out of the city uh, and we lost them so I hit up John and I was like dude uh, I remember you do you remember me I was uh, like I remember you did you like you. see him play and you were like impressed you were yeah, like this guy's yeah, really yeah. Like, no, we, we played with him his, his weird head twice. movements I think we played with him twice right twice I think I think I went to one of your other shows at one time but still we didn't talk I don't think we ever talked at any of your other band shows but I had you on Facebook so I reached out and uh he hit me back. He was like, "Dude, I my band just broke up. I ordered a moving truck back to Buffalo from Brooklyn, uh, but let me like cancel it right now and I'll come try out." And uh, that's how it happened. Yeah. Serendipitous. That's that was, isn't that crazy. Yeah, that is that, that, that is that very, very weird. weird. It was like that's super weird. And Matt and I met on Grinder, so there's that. Yeah, that's oh, it. You know he can handle the low end at that point. <laughs> 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 I don't even know. Yeah, speechless. <laughs> don't even tell the real story. Just let that go. Move All on. right, then. Forever on your Wikipedia. On the record. Be, on the Wikipedia, it'll always be that Matt and you met on Grinder. Yeah. And he handled the low end just fine. Yep. That's it. He knew his place. It was bottom. Yeah. Bottom end. <laughs> Sounds so terrible. I'm just kidding. It's fine. Um, Respect your elders. I will. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, no, no. I'm not telling. Tell You're not even gonna. No, no. I will. I will tell the real story. Okay. Well, uh, so uh, uh, through a friend who hired me to do some video production work, um, I was meeting with her uh, to discuss this video project that she was hiring me to work on. And uh, as soon as she walked into my apartment, she saw my bass guitar sitting in the corner, which I probably actually hadn't picked up and played in maybe a year. It had been a long time. But uh, <laughs> he tells us now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but uh, yeah, but she, uh, she, uh, she, uh, she was like, she was like, oh, uh, you play bass? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, I manage a band that needs a bass player. She goes, but she said this to me. I remember this forever. She goes, she goes, she goes, but you're not interested in touring or anything like that. And I was like, are you kidding me? I've been waiting for somebody to ask me. Can I like, 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 dollars a like, day? This is, I've been trying to go on tour with a band since I'm like like 19. I saved so much money. I, I don't know what to I do. Wanna Let's blow spend it, it all. Do you know that I don't play two extra strings so I can be in a touring band? Yeah, right. It's like, yeah. Keep back so, in high school, right? You you want to go to prom? I've been waiting for I've somebody so to ask bad. me. I've been, I've been saying I'm too cool for it. I had been I had been toiling away an awful, awful Did you say toiling? Toiling. Wow, that is that is an eighties word. It was. A, <laughs> it's just a regular word. You know, so shit on. But I've been I had been toiling in in uh, in pretty crappy to mediocre New York bands for a long time, and. Uh, you know, she was like, "Oh, here," and she, you know, she showed me some of the, the songs. PBR. I was like, "Whoa!" 
working with these guys has been like you know a dream come true. So I gotta ask, true. what was the first impression of of hearing their music uh, as an outsider before even joining the band? I thought like I think it was it was not. Uh, really something that I was like listening to. It was not like a type of music that I was listening to at the time, but I immediately recognized that A, they were really good songs, B, the guys were really talented, um, and C, you know, that they really just sort of had their shit together. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I mean, I, I love all our songs. They're all fantastic. But it is, it is I think you'll say, you'll agree, it's, it's very outside of a lot of stuff that I listen to. Really, but it still it still appeals to me very much on a lot of different levels, and I think that says something a lot about the about the band. If I can be serious for a second, do you think that in kind of segueing from and really piggybacking off of what you're saying, two questions that come to mind. So, having two people who are, are wrote an EP and, and tentatively a second EP with different members. Now that you guys are in the band and, and writing new material. How do you like you've already Matt? You've already said that you don't really listen to the style of music. How do you find that like what you add to the band with your influences? How do you think it meshes with what they do? And then even to Kristoff and Stefan, how do you how do you find the right like you find people who fit into the band as far as like being able to play the parts of what's already there? But when it comes time to start writing new music. How do you know that it's the right fit for you as as the entity that is? We you know, tell them what flesh. to play if not they're gonna get slapped. <laughs> <laughs> not they're gonna get slapped. It's, it's very easy. I think I've got a good answer actually. I I I have found that throughout the course of I guess I'm approaching two years of being in the band. Yeah. Uh, I have found that we're all fairly. Sorry to cut you off. What do you play again? I play bass. Okay, just to yeah. clarify. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have found that we're all relatively, not completely, because nobody's completely egoless, but we're all relatively egoless. So I think that, you know, if I want to play something a certain way and Christopher Stefan comes to me and says, yeah, I'd rather you did it this way, I'm not so self-absorbed and this is, but this is what I, you know, I think... I think we all are kind of in a good mode as to like what serves the song the best. As far as like, well, like I, you know, uh, I don't know. I found that to be the case. Like, I think, I think, I think we, I think our main concern is is just kind of serving the songs themselves. And I think the, the cool thing about like being the four of us is, is what I've, I've I've found out is that um, we trust each other a lot in terms of like musical opinions. So if I think something is like the Second Coming of Jesus Christ. On a riding on a unicorn, sound equivalent, and they go. You're on fucking. We're just an open G chord. <laughs> but they, but they go like you know no it sucks. Then I go like all right I get it. Let me try something else. So I think I think that's what, and also the bands that like we play with that are that are that I enjoy is is, is similar. Where there is like this, there's, a, this... there's a good cross section of bands that you all mutually yeah like. definitely yeah yeah definitely Celine Dion it's only a handful yeah. though yeah. Bon Jovi Celine we already mentioned Deftones I think Deftones is the only one we all like right Foo Fighters no it's a Foo Fighters we think yeah yeah they're alright Queens of Stone Age yeah I like I love them a lot Queens of Stone Age for sure yeah every awesome. time I die talk about bands that we all like yes. yeah or yeah like Norma Jean yeah. I don't like any of those. <laughs> if, it's yeah. not, if it's not pop punk, fuck you. We all like Norma Jean. Yeah. Really? Man, you like Thrice? I, I don't know. You know what? Actually, I don't know what's, a Thrice song. it's very funny you mention that because when like 
to, to kind of throw myself into the storyline of, of the band, uh, you guys were shot to me by Grant Trimbali, of, uh, who used to work for Under the Gun. Uh, you guys had just put out a video for Open Flame, kind of putting it into a, a perspective of, of a time frame, which I think would have been about 2010, maybe 11? 11. 11? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember, like, Grant was like, Grant goes, this band rips, they're so fucking heavy, and then, like, sent me that, and I was like, dude, I think you and I have totally different views of what heavy heavy is, because, I mean, yeah, like, the chorus hits, but that is not heavy, (laughs) but any stretch of the imagination... Uh, he told me, he sent me like a link to Chris, you, Christoph, uh, your Facebook, got in touch, I uh, brought you out for a couple of shows, um, but something that I've always struggled with is I always want to, whenever I book shows, I don't necessarily like having the same sounding bands, but I want bands to complement each other in some way, shape, or form, whether it's uh, maybe an energy or an underlining sound even if it's like you're a metalcore band you're a pop punk band whatever but like there's something kind of like a sound that's like underlying that like some fits. crossover something yeah yeah uh but i hate seeing the same band where it's like oh like like you said like yesterday yeah. oh we played the norma jean festival like it, yeah. it was all bands that sound like norma jean um so it was one of those things where as i've booked you guys over the years and i and i have tried booking shows for you guys out of my own area i always get the oh, what do they sound like and i go uh, and then, like, the only thing I've ever really said where it gets people to at least entertain the idea of listening to you, at least getting my foot in the door, is I go, do you like Thrice Artists in the Ambulance? And everyone's like, yeah. And I go, okay, so loud loud guitars in your face, strong hooks, kind of aggressive, but pop sensibilities. It, it will appeal to the people who like heavy music, because it's got breakdowns, but it'll appeal to people who like structure and, like, good song writing because it that's there too and then everyone goes yeah this is really good I don't know what to do with it I have to and, stop you with it I that you just nailed it that's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good <laughs> well, I'm like, always I, struggling with people like what's your band like I'm like I, I no it's but like, like it's there's a difference. It's cool. It's cool. Like, yeah, cool, we got yeah. some drums and some bass. <laughs> and it's like sometimes, sometimes I remember somebody asked, uh, somebody asked what we sounded like, and I was like, I was like, we're like solidly post grunge, and I could tell that like the person that I said this to was like, you pretentious dickbag. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, but some people you say that to, and they're like, okay, cool, like post grunge. I get it. Right. I think that like, I would almost say now you're in a weird vibe where it's like somewhere between, <laughs> oddly enough, a little bit. Some of the stuff from like Norma Jean, a little bit. Like, there's some parts that really remind me of that. But actually, the band that you're really outside of Thrice and that one album, to me. The band that I would say, like, if people were to be like, what's it sound like? That it reminds me of, that I could compare you to, would be Let Live. Where it's like, it's chaotic, but there's good songwriting, there's melody, there's there's structure there. But then there's, like, the chaotic live show where it's like, shit could just fall off the fucking rails at any minute. And it's an intense show. That is really a band, to me, where I'm like, that's, that's the band now that if people... Because, I mean, up until, like, the last, what, six, eight months, Thrice has come back? 
Thrice hasn't been around, so it's like the reference mm. I'm making is kind of dated and old. Yeah, as much as Matt is, and especially uh, <laughs> thrice. I've been, but I, I've been, I've been dated and old it's for like for seven years. Especially but, uh, the last three thrice records sound nothing like the old. I honestly, honestly, yeah. so many. Birds. Although I love it, like, no, honestly, I love, I love the old outside artists and Amos, That's the only record I really like. Oh no, I personally, I think uh, they they got better the older mm, they got. Yeah, they lost their edge to me. But like, oh, it. to to be fair, like talking about bands that were influenced, like I remember seeing Deftones on the self-titled record, thrice, right after Artist in the Ambulance came out, and then Thursday with War All the Time, and it was like two dates here in Michigan, and then uh, thrice hopped off, and it was just Thursday, Poison the Well, and Deftones, and Poison the Well had just put out, uh, I think the op- or whatever the second record was after the opposite. Of the other. Not not to date myself even further, but I saw Poison the Well at CBGB. Oh God! Did you ever, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Before you say it, did you ever shit in that venue? Yeah, of course. Really? Oh, yeah. bro, seriously. All the time. <laughs> you went there for lunch break. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit at CBGB was like a, it's like if you went there and didn't shit, you didn't really go see a show there. Uh, I'll live vicariously through your asshole. <laughs> but uh, it, no, it's been one of those things. I guess someone who's who's kind of been in, involved with your band in a in a different realm than I would say the, the casual fan because I was a fan first and then through being able to book shows and kind of put myself in a different uh, avenue than than most people who get into a band as being a fan and be like, how can I help this band myself? Um, I, Christoph and Stefan and I have gone back. I, I did a shitty tour. I'm sorry, I booked that tour for you guys. <laughs> you got to see Kit though. Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh my god! <laughs> in Minneapolis that. or Milwaukee or wherever the fuck. Dude, that was, was like a childhood dream come true. Really? Night ride. It was my fucking. You were so excited because that was oh, a shit. That was a shit. Kitty. <laughs> that show that night was a shit show. That was a shit show. That was, a, that was probably yeah, I like I felt really bad that night. And then when I like saw on Facebook like forty minutes later, you're like, I'm that kid, and you're like posing in front. I was like, well, at least one of us feels better because I still feel like shit. Was that the breaking man? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Star Dog Champion. Yeah. That popped up on my time hop recently, and I was like, oh, no shit. <laughs> still feel bad no about shit. that. Throw back. But, uh, no, like, I mean, you guys have been tied, like, we've been tied to each other, Christoph and Stefan and I, and then subsequently now, John and Matt have uh, been coming into my life through booking shows and coming to see you guys. Yeah. We had uh, this crazy birthday party show here. Oh, my that. God. Uh, I hear fuck. about this so often. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is that really a thing? Yeah. yeah. No, that's like... You were wasted for that. I was uh, fucking happy. You so were you running know? after the dog down the stairs going, here, puppy, 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 here, puppy, puppy. <laughs> no, no, I, rem- I remember so, that. So that was... Running like, after the dog. That, that I was getting me out of here. <laughs> Who's this weirdo? That's when I was still like soberish. No, no, no. You were, you were, no, no, no. That was it when we wanted worse. to leave. That was it when we wanted to worse. leave. You were like running out of the van after the dog and then come here, puppy, puppy. I Fuck. so for <laughs> the reference frame of reference, uh, I had booked a week long tour around the tri state area, uh, consisting of I think three shows. In Wait, Michigan. what does tri state area mean around here? Uh, like Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Green, like Illinois. Oh, that's tri state. Wow, that's tri state. Tri state is New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. Yeah, Connecticut. well, like it's like we hit. Like, I mean, I get no, it's cool. I'm just, we hit. It's, we this, uh, this is thaw tri state. I needed, but we I hit. We hit. Uh, we hit Michigan, Illinois, and uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I don't think. I don't think we own Milwaukee, right? The yeah. tri state. Area. The Whammy Bar. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, that pizza wasn't that bad. The pizza they gave us. Yeah, it was alright. 
Where's the pizza from? <laughs> it was like we played right behind the stadium. What's the team called again? The Brewers. The Brewers. Yeah. Brewers. We almost tried going to that, but we stayed in the parking lot of Target. You're telling me Wisconsin pizza is not that bad. Is that what you're trying to? Wisconsin pizza is pretty good. It's alright. It was. It was like basically that one pizzeria we had pizza from. It was like frozen. I'm inclined to believe you because it was frozen pizza basically. But the thing was, is like I had basically like. The thing for me... Are we hating on Wisconsin pizza? No, no, I, no I love no. Wisconsin pizza. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah, I've been to Wisconsin. Yeah, I don't good believe cheese. I know, I can, yeah. <laughs> They had cheese curds on the pizza? Right. No, I'm kidding. Delicious. Uh, but the thing, like, I remember... I barely really knew these guys. Like, I booked a week-long tour and busted yeah. my ass to get the shitty shows that we got. And the the culmination of it all was, like, I was like, we got us on, like, a national bill with Stardog Champion, which was, like, basically most of the band breaking Benjamin's new band because they had all been kicked out. And the promoter was a fucking piece of shit and fucked us and then put, like, it was, like, a mini festival. It was, like, 10 or 12 bands who never showed up when we did no one knew what the fuck was going on. The national band took off after soundcheck. And then we were left to open. And then there was like, what, a two or three hour gap between when the next local bands were there to open? There was one dude who was like an acoustic <laughs> act who had like a little like shitty lamp, like coffee table thing that was like playing under it. And I, and then when it came time, we were like, hey, we're going to leave. And, like, and I went to the door person to settle out. And they were like, oh, well, you're not getting paid. And I was like, no, we were told we were getting this. No, 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 no. And I called the dude. Christoph talked to the dude. And, like, that was, like, a, a learning experience for me where it's, like, okay, don't deal with somebody over, like, a text, email, yeah. Facebook message. Wow, like, get, yep. it, get it all in one thing so you can, like, nail them. That sucks. And But the thing is, is, like, there are, like, two or three decent, like, Bad Rabbits, I would assume, tentatively, like, you probably know. Oh, Bad Rabbits is yeah. awesome. So, Bad Rabbits went to play there, and I was, like, don't play there. I was, like, we just played there, blah, 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 and I go, don't play there. The promoters and asshole, they're, like, cool, we're bailing on it. And nice. I went to play somewhere in well, Chicago, and I was, awesome. like... <laughs> All right, that cost you one show. Probably Long Island with the Bad Rabbit. Probably fucking awesome. No, are you familiar with the band New Repress? With Dots, with Tom, right? Playing bass. Yeah, but what was his band? With with the Dillinger Escape Plan drummer. Yeah. Oh, Chris Chris Penny. Yeah. Yeah. It was like just like hip hop. Posted as a hip hop thing. Quiet Dog. Quiet Dog. Yeah, dude, just awesome project. But it's one of those things like I've spent plenty of time, and especially in the trenches in the van, smelling farts of you guys. Lots of ghost notes. Ripping grumpies. Ripping grumpies. Ripping mad grumpies. Ripping mad grumpies. Yeah. Oh, Gary Busey. That was that tour. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's one of those things like I go back with you guys well, at least Stefan and, and uh, Christoph going back at that point honestly I thought you guys at least you guys I thought you all hated you me you seeded me honestly <laughs> that's who works we hate everything I mean we hate but everything but to be fair uh, apparently yeah. around, to yeah. be fair around that time like there was a lot of shit going on I guess and, and it kind of came oh, to head right after that we don't really hate everything we're just joking no, 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 no. Like but like, I thought, like I remember. There's a photo of like I took of you sitting next because I shared a, a aisle seat in the the van with you, and I was like, Stefan's pissed because he thought he had a whole fucking aisle seat, like whole row to himself, and now he's got to share it with me, like this fucking kid who doesn't know anything, whatever. Wait, I don't know. But, uh, no, that was that was a, a good time, and I'd love to do something like that with you guys again. No, it was uh, fun. All permitting, um, but. I mean, that birthday show. I'm shocked that... Because you, you, I'm looking at John, for those who can't see. I'm looking at John. John had talked about that one of the last times you guys came through when we played Rockies. Yeah. Uh, with the 3D glasses with that Christian metal band or whatever that were garbage. 
that had the 3D glasses the for their record. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to put them on there. Red. Or no, yeah. I'm sorry. Whatever the fuck they were called. Uh, they had Super 3D glasses weird. for their record that was coming out. But like the old school ones? Yeah. yeah. Like the red and green shit? Yeah. <laughs> I think I got drunk and shows too much. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> it was, it was I, I hear about this party being off the hook. But that's All the thing. It's the like, to no, me, the like, party was fucking like, insane. Yeah. You should have been there. <laughs> <laughs> shit didn't happen at this party. Really, like the funny thing is, to me, like... Story <laughs> of your life. <laughs> you should have been there. <laughs> The funny Adam thing. was here. Adam was yeah. Here. Adam was here. Yeah. Man. Fucking love that. So we'll dude. do another one. Maybe next year. Out. Maybe for my 33rd, we'll do. We should. Come out. We'll we do should. one. We should. Yes. Yeah. Assuming I'm still here. Uh, but. If not, we'll still come here. Yeah. Because I remember yeah. the first time we played in the basement was like all like acoustic, quiet. That like, was rad. Oh. And apparently you guys did an acoustic show shortly after that that didn't go anywhere either. <laughs> you said you did an acoustic show. set shortly after that, like when oh. you went home. In, in, in New York with yeah. Yeah. it was just like a fill in thing you. yeah that was yeah. the first thing we did with you yeah. oh really do you use yeah. the cajon just, no it I? was like John no I don't think so cajon is that, is that how you say it cajon yeah. cajon yeah. no it's Cohen. K-O-G-O-N-E is that how we're spelling K-O-G-O-N-E you played the Cajun 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 fries you play Cajun fries yeah that was forget about that and you know what the funny thing is I remember you uh, telling me like as I was playing on your acoustic and whatever and jamming and I didn't like, even play acoustic I played my Tallycaster remember that's right because we I, only had one acoustic yeah, guitar yeah. but I remember like I was playing my guitar like, we played full band it was like acoustic show only Crystal played acoustic <laughs> <laughs> it was like drums just wailing on the cymbals <laughs> me playing with no, my amp distortion on. there were brushes and, and no like the, yeah, yeah, yeah we tore it down we tore it down <laughs> but I remember like playing like your guitar or whatever at Christoph's acoustic or whatever and you were like you're a really good guitar player and like the dude who was going to play with you was a friend of mine and like prided himself on being like a power metal player and like knowing how to like peeps like uh pick sweep and all that kind of shit sweep picking and uh doing all that kind of stuff and like he played something and you didn't compliment him at all but you kept like complimenting me and i was well, like because we were all jamming <laughs> on those sla dying riffs yeah from like, like the first train, record i remember that. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. Like, which i knew but the funny thing is is like even still like those riffs and those those songs i'm like i can play them half-assed like they're not great and you're like you got good timing you got like good good rhythm and like good, no, like, good, good yeah. and all that kind of shit and my buddy was just like getting pissed and i'm like <laughs> Usually, like, you blow me away, and everyone's like, I love your playing, and, like, here's somebody else coming from somewhere else, and you're like, dude, like, yeah, you got that Trey riff down, you got that Esley Dying riff, oh, you got that, like, that, like, triplet, like, blah, 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 and I'm you like... You can see the smoke coming from his head. <laughs> yeah, and, like, and it's one of those things, like, I'm never that guy who someone's like, you're a good guitar player, usually it's like, you sh- you're shit, that guy's good. It'd be like if you and I were to play, well, and someone would be like, Stefan, you're great. You not so much. You should probably practice on your own, never where anyone can hear it for the next the next like t- twenty years. Right. Like if Cloverfield were to happen, you could maybe be a good guitar player when you're done with all that. But if you hang out with what's his face, John Goodman. <laughs> yeah. Anyone see that movie? Yeah. No, I haven't. It was it's really like good. It. Is it really it's good? Really, it's it's good. a really good. It oh, has a new one. It has seen, nothing to do with thing. Cloverfield, have you seen, but it's uh, fucking awesome. Man. Have you seen Cleavage Field? No? Well, it's a like, shitty TNA movie what? from like Cinemax. Like they so bought the, the rights to it. It's like it's shitty, connected. Like, movie it's like it. in the same universe. <laughs> it's a connected universe. But, but uh, that it started out having nothing to do with Cloverfield. No, yeah, and nothing. And then they no, so it's, it's just, like, it's just to sell tickets. It's basically like Daredevil <laughs> and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
No, what? it's well, more. Well, started out as other Wait, things. How, Same with Die Hard because yeah. they're in New York. Die Hard. Yes, yeah, in New York, and the the first the first scene there's a Daredevil. The new TMNT or like the old one? The initial one. Okay, and the Daredevil like that had or. Well, like, Batman like in it? Isn't Batman in the, in the same Oh, the comic. Okay, okay, okay. Well, Bat- there was Batman a, t- there was a TMNT the comic. Right. Yeah, the and that's a story in the Daredevil comic, and they're connected. In the comics, not the movie franchise. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. No, it's like, it's connected, but it's on its own. It's a really good movie. Because just wait for the Netflix show. The Turtles are going to be in the next season. Sun and Flesh got the scoop. It's just... Three three actors in it, and that's all you need. Oh, that's a cool feel. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a good movie. So going back to the band stuff, um, obviously, like 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 we've been talking, you guys have been touring for quite a bit. You and Stefan, uh, you Christoph, you and Stefan have been touring <clears throat> with a uh, Sunderflesh for quite a, a quite a few years now, and even with Matt and uh, John in the band. When <clears throat> when do you make the concerted effort to go from being a quote unquote local? To deciding to kind of, you know, go all in and, and start hitting the road. Well, not to be too hippy dippy, but whenever you say, like, whenever you just go and say, I'm going to tour. You don't think you there just... needs to be the foundation of, I have toured the local area, we got a strong following, we're kind of hitting the tri state, like the, the surrounding I mean, states? It, it depends on it, depends on the band, it depends on where they're from, it depends on so many things. Uh, there's bands that do it that way. And there's bands that just fucking kill it in their hometown and pack out those shows and then go from there. There's bands that uh, don't do well in their hometown at all. And then uh, we we spoke with one band that does some work for this year, and they said the same thing. They're like, we're from, from Houston, I think they said. We didn't do well at all there, but we started touring. And, uh, and just did that and just established a fan base in all these other places and got recognition through that. So I think that the bands ask us that a lot, actually. Bands that we play with, local band, local quote-unquote bands, um, come up to us and like, well, you know, what, what should we do? And the answer is always the same: buy a van, book some shows. I think that's a, I think that's a big misconception <laughs> about being in a, in a local band that there there's, and even as someone who books shows and, and kind of has Good dealings with other bands, nationals, smaller nationals, internationals, whatever, or even to like a band of your level, yeah. where. Shh, uh, where there becomes a thing where it seems like the the sort of tired and true formula is grow your grow your brand locally, start branching out, grow it there, start branching out a little further, and then over the course of maybe one to two years of being a band and growing growing your your fan base, you start branching out as far as you you can. But it almost seems like you guys kind of went a slightly different route where it's like we have good tunes we have like again looking at my my facebook and and stuff like that like i'm able to be reminded of things i i said and and feelings i had about shows people events whatever and i'm reminded constantly reminded every year around the time i first booked you one of your shows where i go sun and flesh has done it right they've been a band because i think when i had booked you guys the first time you said you had been this band for about six months by the time you made it to me you had LED lights programmed to your fucking songs. You had a lot of merch. You had CDs that sounded really good. Not CDRs, CDs with a fucking album cover. Like, everything that would indicate a professional band that hits the road consistently to 
do this professionally, making money, making this what they do, I go, you are probably one of the most six, geared for successful bands out of the box I've ever seen, where it was like, we got good songs, we got good recording, we got merch, we got a bunch of shit, fuck it, let's hit the road and, and build it, build our brand as a whole nationally. Not even, like, kind of bypassing the local scene. And I feel like that takes, A, big balls, but on top of that, it takes knowing, being confident in who you are and what you've done as far as putting out the best product you can for songs to be like, yeah, this is what we got and this is who we are and we're hitting it and we're going hard. Do you feel like because of maybe approaching being a band in that regard, like not thinking like, oh, we got to play local shows and got to pay our dues and got to pay, like pay to play and all that kind of stuff. Like just, no, like let's invest in getting shirts. Let's do all this. Let's get it in and let's just hit the road and, and see what this has to offer. Do you think that like maybe your outside way of thinking is, is what's led to you to being able to, to not have to, to kind of bypass a step that most people think they have to take? Well, first of all, thank you. That was a lot of compliments. Sorry. And, uh, Sorry. Was, no, I, I, I talked talk a lot. <laughs> I'll give you 20 bucks later, man. I promise. <laughs> um, I, I, look, the, the thing is this. There, there's, uh, there's many ways that lead to Rome. And uh, I think whatever uh, whatever works for for that band is the thing that you should do. There, there, there's really no... Especially in this day and age, where there's so many ways to reach people, there's so many ways to reach people that would be into music. The one thing that I truly believe in that's the most important thing is the songs, and that's there's you can be packaged and 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 have all the trappings that you want. If the songs suck, there's nothing there. How do you know when? How do you know when the songs are? Because to me, like listening to the first EP you guys put out, like. Honestly, there's there's no bad song. There's a, a great mix of everything you would want from a band that is in the realm of what you do. There's there's kind of like the I wouldn't say a power ballad, but there's like the slow song. There's heavier songs. There's kind of the the active rock radio kind of format songs. There's a little something for everybody who likes rock and loud guitars and stuff like that. Like there's there's pop hooks. There's pop sensibilities. There's there's lyrics that are introspective that you can listen to and, and get something from there's drum parts that are really awesome that make you want to air drum in your in you know in your car by yourself and even the second ep has has followed that as well how do you know when the song is where it needs to be to to you know capture that emotion out of people listening to it I don't think you really ever know I think you constantly I mean we play songs live now we change stuff live because you just constantly think, oh, this would be cool on here, and this would sound good. Um, you don't ever really know when something's done, because some, stuff isn't really done. It's just ever evolving. Sorry to cut you off. Kind of going to what you were saying, like some of the older songs have newer parts to them. Like You've refreshed them to make them, I don't know if better is the word, but maybe more more to where, to where they fit we in the see set. them at that moment too. You know, it's it's it's. I mean, it's art. It's not. Reimagining. Yes, it's not something that's absolute. There's George no, like, Lucas sings some shit. <laughs> <laughs> so when are the so you're gonna have pod racing? JJ Abrams reboot style. <laughs> so you have lots of uh, lens flares. You have the and old, the old memory, but you like reinvent it. <laughs> 
man. Yeah, we got Jar Jar Binks all <laughs> over the shit, man. So now normal like no one likes it. <laughs> Amazing. And but the thing, the thing is berries. too, like you know, He's we just Jersey, we just wrote actor. some stuff really? that we were really into and stuff that we really Binks. like. Um, and it's so it's Jar Jar Binks is from to to uh, <laughs> to to a degree, it's been to a detriment because. Like we talked about before, people didn't know where they should put us. It wasn't like a thing where we could pop into a local scene that was doing this one thing right. that we fit into because it never really fit. We're either the heaviest band on the bill or, or by heaviest. far the softest band yeah. on the bill or we're, you know, we're, we're always different. Or we're, we're the only band that plays in minor. When everything is in major and vice versa. Like, yeah. we're the only band that has melody when everything else is just, you know, zeros yeah. and ones. Yes, but I, we're the I only bands that had, like, to, singing to parts. Even, yeah. To even talk on that, though, I feel like the shows that I've booked, like, where there's bands that are heavier than you and quieter than you, the one constant between those broad ends of the spectrum of, of music, everyone always comes to you going, like, holy shit, that was awesome. Like, so you go from the heaviest band who's like, wow, like, you, you are heavy, but you incorporate melody, and then you have bands who like don't aren't heavy at all. They go right. like, "Wow, you're really melodic, but like you incorporate a lot of like heavier things." So I feel like that's actually, as much as it is a hindrance, it's also a. Uh, I never can remember. A non-hindrance. The, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's also a benefit. A, 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 a benefit. Yeah. Mr. English major. <laughs> it's, I also, did. It's I also did something that, uh, that helps you too. Separates you in the positive. In a live setting, like where you know, like people who like heavy, like I said, people who like heavy music can find something in what you do and, and like it, and people who like more emphasis on melody and, and softer, like you know, dynamics in the song can find something that they sure. like, and I think that's something that separates you from a lot of bands, uh, and I feel like it's actually gonna allow you to, to be more successful, whatever that whatever success means, I guess at this point. Absolutely. Well, I think look, the the one thing you can. The one thing that, for me, makes a band stand out is if they're themselves. That's the one thing that makes a band stick out immediately. Because you see, um, you know, when, when, when you're trying to be somebody else, when you want to copy somebody, it never comes out as genuine as, as just owning up to who you are. And that's, I think, the one constant of what we've been trying to do. Um, and that's very hard, but, you know, that's uh, where we see the band that we want to be. Besides, I always think, like, if everything's heavy, nothing is. If everything's soft, nothing is. You know? Like, it needs to have, like, dynamics and switch it's it up. That's very true. Yeah. Like, bands true. that start off with the heaviest riff, it it just gets boring after 10 minutes. I'll so, be honest with you. How do you feel like a... And this is just more for personal introspection. How do you feel like a band, like, Bring the Horizon? Like, is that... Because that, to me, is, like, a, a really good example of, like... Something I feel like you guys are on the path of doing at times, where it's like they started off and they were very much a, I don't even know the genre they were in. Like uh, deathcore is. Yeah, deathcore. Yeah. And then they went to being like an alternative rock band yeah. and really getting big. Like, And I feel like sometimes that in the newer music that you've done, I feel like you guys kind of approach that where it's like at times you're getting heavier than you've ever been. But then I feel like you're getting more popular and accessible than you've ever been. Is a band like that, like, are you cognizant of, of something like that where a band like a Bring Me the Horizon is kind of balancing that fine line where it's like, yeah, we're a heavy deathcore band and we still can be, but we're also really poppy and have, like, strong hooks and we're trying to appeal to a wider range of people than we probably would have with what we started off being. 
is that something like are you paying attention to what's going on in, in the scene around you well, of course you pay attention you, you know you've, you've, you've listened to bands and we're, we're involved in music pretty much 24-7 so yes you do I think the thing about Bring Me Down Rise that I really appreciate is that it doesn't feel like a forced thing no. it doesn't feel like something no. where they went let's go for the money grab and let's just no. write some songs that you know we think will be popular it feels very genuine and, and that's something that I just love out of a band. Honestly, like having never been a fan of that band at all until Sep Eternal when they sold out. Which is, I think, their best record. <sighs> like, by far. And that's so the spirit. Good. Like, was like yeah. the greatest yeah. follow up. And it's like, we just saw that, my wife and I just saw that tour. And they like re- they reinvested. And they were really good life too because I've yeah. seen them way way back and they really were terrible. I never did. They were terrible. They were terrible. Okay, Te- like, I'd imagine they really were. bad. Yeah, and then I saw them again. Because they were just probably down like, to shit, screaming over it, yep. and it was it, not good. There was no, exactly, no song. And then after songwriting. after two songs, like there was no screams anymore. Like yeah. the guitar players messed up. They were all wasted. Yeah, fine, whatever. But like I, we've seen them like what three years ago on World Tour or something like that like, on yeah, the Semi Tour. Yeah, and they were they they were killing it. It was super tight, super like. Like I said earlier, with talking with Matt, like I just turned thirty-two, and like we just went to Warp Tour this past uh, this past summer, and I think you guys did too. Mm, not um, this you didn't go. Mm. Oh, no, we did. I did. Yeah, 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 I didn't. Matt was Everybody but you. Everybody but me. The thing that was a takeaway for me, and like the whole reason I went was to go see Every Time I Die, and a, a few mm-hmm. other bands, Color Morale, like I like them, and a few. The new record's bands. awesome. It's, it's, oh my it's god, really, really good. Yeah. It basically like they figured out what works for them, which is, hey Garrett, don't so quote unquote scream. You sing. Yeah. We got to do who you scream. You do that really R and B well. thing. Yeah. You, fig- <laughs> you figured out what the band does, really, like the strengths yeah. and weaknesses of the band, and you just figured it out, which is what again coming back to it. I think that's what you guys are doing on the new stuff, which you haven't recorded yet. Like, but I've heard over but you playing soon, live. But soon. But soon. But soon. You guys are, are figuring out your strengths and weaknesses and what you do really well. And and that's kind of like what I'm saying with referencing other bands on a national level is a band figures out, especially like Bring Me the Horizon, they got a keyboard player who adds a whole other dynamic, He's backing sick, vocals, man. so on and so forth. And he's added a completely different dynamic to that band that, that was not there before. Yeah. And they've really embraced it, I think, you know, John, John, fucking awful, I'll say this from my perspective. Uh, I was a big fan of Ryan and Matt, your old rhythm section. So, like, to bring somebody else in that wasn't them, I was going to be really hesitant on accepting them. But the first time hanging out with John, he killed his parts. You guys helped reintroduce a new drummer by playing the stuff that Matt did, like, on the... Uh, what was the new song off of uh, Live Again? I think was yeah. the drum playthrough he did that John did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a couple did, twists. Did it, <laughs> did it really well. Yeah, yeah no. Um, and then the thing for me is like not to downplay the importance of, of the other guys that helped us out tremendously in the beginning. <laughs> the band really started for me when John and Matt joined, and we started touring as much as we do now because we did play shows out of state before, but we really started doing it once we had this lineup going, and. I feel like your sorry to cut you off. I feel like your production since these two have been in the band has been off the charts. Like compared to to the other two versions of the lineups that I've seen since I've been a part of your band booking you guys, the production that you guys like every time you come through, there's always like we're playing like Live Again and maybe Purge, and then it's like 
Now we're playing a whole new set. By the way, all those old songs you already heard, we're already done with those. We have new songs. So it's like, you guys are like, buy this CD. We didn't play any songs <laughs> off of it. Just buy it, guys. Yeah, no, so that's, you that's, might like it. Maybe not. Thing, we though, don't is, know. That's the thing. Is we that, haven't heard it in years. I, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like even, I listened to it recently. I was like, whoa, that's a good um, song, too. I forgot It's not that so one. bad. I feel like that's I think I know how to play four songs off that whole thing. I think that's the crazy thing, though, about your band is... And, and kind of speaking on you guys progressing as a band and, and learning how to play with the two new members is that you guys are in a, in a I almost said rut that's the opposite word I'm looking for you're in a creative like goldmine kind of it seems like where you're just there's so much creativity and so much want to play new music and create that every time you come through it seems like every four to six months out here that you're set between being a half hour to an hour most of it is new shit. You're always like, we got, like, how many times do you text me before the new, like, before you come on here and you go, dude, our new shit, we're playing mostly new shit, wait till you hear this new shit. The new shit, the new shit, the new shit. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. like, you just put out a second EP that you should tentatively, by all, you know, standards, be playing to sell your fucking record, but instead of being like, alright, we'll play one or two songs off that, hey, guess what? We're going to play two nightmare. songs off of this fucking <laughs> album. We have an album for sale. We're going to sell it to you. But guess what? We're playing 90% of the shit that's not on this fucking record. Give us like give us like three or four years. I think we're going to do some serious laurel resting. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like... I don't think so. No, I'm kidding. You know, the I'm, thing kidding. Is, I'm totally the, kidding. The thing with doing record tour in <laughs> 10 years, we're going to pull like, a Maroon 5. Yeah. We're going to be like Meatloaf, you know? Just like... just. Well, he didn't write, that he didn't write that. He didn't write any of those. But his biggest shit, he didn't write. But that's all... Did you know that Celine... Like, the dude who wrote Bad Out of Hell, Bad Out of Hell 2, and I guess Bad Out of Hell 3, which is getting ready to come out, because I was just listening to this on podcast. The dude who wrote that, uh, the It's All Coming Back to Me, Celine Dion song, bringing it back to Celine Dion, that was written by the same producer, and that was supposed to be a meatloaf, meatloaf song, and it was supposed to be a duet. And then, really? like, the next thing you know, he was like, Celine Dion came out with that song, he's like, well, I mean, she wanted to do it, and they paid me a fuckload of money for the song, so I let her have it. But, I mean, Whatever. that's neither here nor there, because you're not outsourcing songs. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, Meatloaf's you know meat meat on our new album. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. Is it called Bitch Tits? Is that the song? <laughs> Man, I wish I was writing a song for Celine Dion. You know how much money that fucking would make us? Probably none. I could eat a meatloaf right now. I think so. Anyway, being in a, being what we're doing is is because you're talking about you're talking about you know artistic growth and like writing new stuff and playing new stuff is is what what I've noticed is that since we started going out as much as we do and playing as many shows as we do, I mean we play probably 100 nights a year. I think this past year, and um, you just you just learn. Did you learn about like playing with each other? Yep. That sounded so wrong, and I nope, knew nope. before I said it. That's why I was trying to rephrase it, but I couldn't. But you learn like playing shows with each other. You, you learn like you learn who together. they are and how the set goes. That's something I've noticed you guys do. Is yes. you learn how to build a set. You, you do, but you also you kind of figure out new shit as you go. You have all these like um, these impulses and inspirations that come in through that, and a lot of the new stuff that that, that we've been writing. Um, like the riffs that Chef and I have been trading back and forth and stuff like that has been heavily influenced by that. Okay. It has been heavily influenced by sitting in a van with, you know, all four of us and just like driving for 10 hours to a show and, you know, shooting the shit and, uh, and the music was being played on the, on the stereo. Uh, so Unless it was me playing the music on the stereo. <laughs> I didn't want to say that, yes. <laughs> 
So it's 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 a growth, and uh, I you know I when I was a when I was a little kid, and when I first listened to Nirvana to bring it full circle, um, I was like, man, that's what I want to do. I want to be in a band with like my best friends. I want to tour the country or the world or whatever it is, um, and I want to have a good time. And that's what we're doing right now. So I'm fucking happy with what we're doing. I'm super stoked for the future. I'm super excited for all the new shit that we're playing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, you know, I, I can't wait for more people to hear it. And I think um, what we've been doing is we've just been, we've just been like going out and, and, and showing our music to as many people as we can. And we're now getting to a place where we come back to town and we've got 15, 20 people in every town that we play that go like, oh shit, guys, loved your last show. Can't wait for the next one. So that's where we wanted to get the band. And okay. we're doing that now, and man, we're loving it. So I guess to start slowly wrapping it up, we're approaching an hour and a half. Where, where do you see yourselves going in the next... I mean, we're approaching the end of 2016, so I guess let's let's think further than this year. Where do you, what is the goal for 2017? What world is the, domination. World domination. Are you recording? <laughs> recording? Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. Are, is the goal to record these new songs that you've been playing yeah. basically for the last year, getting yeah. them perfected in in a, in a sense? We got like 20 songs that nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> uh, that nobody has heard um, and uh, due got, to them not being ready or finished or just not just not haven't played them yet okay. um, so we got a ton of stuff that we're going to start recording uh, this year still and uh, we're not sure when we'll release it or how we'll release it uh, but it will be out soon okay very cryptic. We're all we're all pretty good. Well, like we were talking before about like everybody sort of being all in. Yep. You know, uh, but I think we're we're pretty good at like rolling with the punches, whatever happens. You know, so we're we're always trying to like make ourselves take the next step and move forward. But we're also good at like adapting, it's like whatever comes along. So I feel like whatever whatever happens, we're just gonna keep the same level of effort and just sort of like you know, and the same level of stupidity. <laughs> Well, that's easy, right? Because <laughs> we don't have to do anything that's for that. Just right, that just comes naturally. So, to wrap it up, the last question I'll pose to you guys. Where do you, what do you want to see the band do, and where do you see yourselves going? And we'll go around and have each of you kind of explain your answer. So, we'll start with Matt. Oh, I gotta go first? You gotta go first. I think uh, if we could play CBGB, that would be cool. So the airport, where they have a CBGB. <laughs> you want to play a holding store that's in there now. Yeah. I want to play. I want to play the bathroom at John Barbados, three fifteen Bowery, <laughs> New York, New York. <laughs> Which is, I guess, indirectly is what CBGBs was. You were afraid. You were afraid to take a shit in the original. I think I have not been in the clothing store, but I think they left the bathroom. Really? I think they did not remodel that's, the bathroom. Oh, that's, 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 that's what scary. I heard. I don't know if that's, that's scary. I don't know if that's true. So I'm gonna go there and find my old turds from. <laughs> wow. Amazing, amazing. There we go. That's Matt. He wants. I have been. I have been. Matt wants to shit on his past, but still be present in his future. <laughs> I have been. I have been texting people throughout the length of this podcast. So I've been tasting it, saying, "I am saying the dumbest shit. You have to listen to this thing <laughs> to hear me say the dumbest shit possible." Uh, that means I have to actually start posting the episodes I've done, which a few of them 
The last one I did with Chris from Crowbot, I got really fucked mm-hmm. up. Like, I've been drinking for almost 10 hours, and then decided to do this at, like, 3, 45, 4 o'clock in the morning, and I sounded so pretentious. I was like, <laughs> like I'd be like, so, I mean, you guys did, like, the last Motorhead North American tour. What was that like? And I asked it, like, three different times. I'm like, oh, my God, why did I do that? So, it's like, amazing, like, how... I've been trying really sometimes. hard to not be a fucking pretentious prick. Drinking makes you sound stupid and pretentious sometimes at the same oh time. Oh my god. It's amazing. I, I don't know. Cheers to that. Here we are. Cheers to that. I don't know if the, the goal is to release that audio and like put a uh, preamble on it and be like, so I was drinking for 10 hours. Pardon me, Incubus. You know what the funniest thing was? While he was tattooing me, he goes, everyone asks us about that Motorhead tour. I don't even really like that thing. Really? Why did you tell me that? I'm going to use that. Because I figured you were going to say it for four hours talking about how much... Meanwhile, I have to call my dad tomorrow and tell him that I ruined my life by getting a neck tattoo. I never really listen to him. Anyway, Stefan, your turn. Where do you... Where do you... What are you, like, I guess most proud of with what you've done with the band? Where do you see yourselves going? And and what do you want people to know about Well, just like, you know, doing the same thing, you know, just touring playing a lot of shows you know having fun with small shows now hopefully someday they're gonna get bigger you, you know. don't want to play a bunch of Norma Jean festivals no I, I would love to play <laughs> with I would not. love to play with actual Norma Jean that, that new Norma Jean though album is oh, it's God. fucking yeah, awesome no, sick yeah. sorry to deviate but just like you know actually just I really the part of like the, the best is to write new songs and just work on it and, and try to record them and then, you know, one day maybe buy a boat. That would how be do awesome. you feel about? How do you feel <laughs> like about potential fans? A boat fans? would be fucking awesome. How do you feel about potential fans who are are learning about you for the first time at a live show? How do you feel about them eating chicken wings in front of you? Well, I do appreciate that. Was that. Chicken. that was Those a rotisserie chicken. That was a rotisserie chicken. Was it? Oh, it was like a leg. You haven't posted the footage. It's like leg of chicken. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was the greatest. And you running up that skating ramp still blows my mind. You're like, uh, uh, and you didn't miss a note. Yeah, because you're a was, professional. It was it was fun. <laughs> you I was also that 15 hours a day. You know what? That, that's, 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 a good, that's a good thing about the, all these like venues that don't have an actual fiber, bar. Right? You play sober, so you can play a little better. It's it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Not like tonight. So here we yeah, go. Yeah, tonight's <laughs> gonna be rough. Tonight's gonna be. I'm so gonna play John's fun, junk yeah. parts. Yes, please. And all it's going to be is... <laughs> yes, Close. You got the head movement. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, I got the head movement. That's half of it. Oh, that's all I was paying attention to. Yeah. Is there anything else? No, I don't know. Actually, he plays give me, drums? Give me... Give he, me he, Stephen's what mic- now? I, I, I thought he's a hair, <laughs> yeah, hair double. Give me, <laughs> st- give me Stephen's microphone, and I'll just go... <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll like, have melody and... <laughs> John? All right, I was gonna say I'm not gonna go. I'm going to say I'm, I'm going a little off route. In the future, I'm thinking about a mattress in the van, pussy, pussy bulger, maybe some some air conditioning for the summertime. That's like my future goals. Like if I'm looking in the future, I'm thinking you don't want insurance. Seventy to seventy degree, nice sleeping weather on a piece of foam. That's what I'm hoping year for. Round. <laughs> year, year round, year round, yes. Yeah, no matter what stage. So basically you're saying you're committing to the touring lifestyle of, of putting your music out there. 
Yeah, at, in a nice way of saying the bullshit that you just absolutely. said. Absolutely, I'll, I'll I'll grind through the dirt as long as I can have you are a nice man. You are simple, just simple luxuries. <laughs> I'm a simple man. I just need a really nice, comfortable what's that I sleep need, number mattress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need a number. I need a number sixty-five. Sleep number. Four zone climate control. <laughs> mini I mean, fridge. it's no big deal, but yeah. actually, I have too many fridges. If one of you guys want one of them we'll take two. both of them yeah, they're kind of gross you said we can take all of his fridges not, not all my fridges mini fridges we'll, I will definitely take a mini very fridge very much like your aspirations mini absolutely I will, I will I will love a mini fridge there you go I have two in the, ba- in the basement you can have one and then eventually you can bring it back when you play my basement yeah. <laughs> to hold the beer hey, we, we have birthday. to do that though 33rd that is, that is concrete in stone right now I, it's, on, it's on record Right, and now, Kristoff, I basically want to be Kurt Cobain. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I think that, that train is a More left pizza. station. More pizza. Yeah, no, I, you know, honestly, like, I, I don't even know what to say. So, look, the thing is, I agree with what everyone said before. I think More what I want this really band to do is just keep doing what we're doing, is playing shows, making fans, uh, busting our ass, and uh, keep having a good time while doing it. And I think that's the only thing that's true because all the other stuff, you know, the success and the money and and and, money. and all that stuff is is a byproduct, and it's it's he not what this is about. Oh, snap it. It's not what it's not what I started doing this for. What I want to do is I want to sing songs. I, I feel like play in front of people. I feel like you and Stefan, out of anyone that I've met doing this, have really pursued this in the most purest of ways. Like you came from another country started a band that you wanted to, to pursue because it's what you were passionate about after had, quitting you, a good job that's the worst what Ooh. you mean serving celebrities that I've heard you talk about no no, no, no. oh I, I rolled Rosaria Dawson oh, I like fawned over her and I that was, served that her was, that's not me <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one tour I mean I, 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 I would I would love to serve Rosaria I remember, Dawson I remember, that, fuck yeah. I remember that shitty tour we did you were talking about how you served some some celebrity woman and I was like you sound like a fucking I served Paris no that was him that, that was me. no it, no it was the the week tour we did, and you were talking about like how you. <laughs> Regardless, so you saw per- Paris Hilton. Perez Hilton. That's who you like. Paris. Wanted? Perez. Yeah, Perez. 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 Gay Perry. You. You touched her shoulder. <laughs> it was awesome. You. What the fuck is going on here? Who are you people? I'm Perez Hilton. Amazing. But. Uh, we should wrap this up. Yeah, we got playing, a show to play, you man. Got, you got a show to play with all those new songs that no one will be able to buy. <laughs> buy a t-shirt. I forgot that to doesn't have the new songs on it. <laughs> I forgot to take a shower. Look. This is so much fun. Are you serious? <laughs> so, See, the thing about touring is showers are currency. You get a shower every like third day. So what do I get from this currency that I just? <laughs> you get to come to see your whiskey. Shelf. But oh, Matt yeah. basically skipped the shower to be on That's how. This that's how amazing. That's how much I wanted to be on your podcast. I skipped my payday. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. For, I forwent my paycheck. Garbage thing. Garbage <laughs> day. So this is uh, ending the podcast. Uh, <laughs> This is John uh, talking to the guys in Santa Flesh. This is uh This is John. 
And Matt. This is Christoph. And John. No, <laughs> Stefan was the one not taken. Other John. Other John. <laughs> John the that, girl. That's, that's pronounced <laughs> Stefan. John the girl. John the girl. So Hey, I'm John the girl. <laughs> if you're still listening to this, uh, thank you. Uh, I think uh, tentatively I'm going to have the guys give me a... Uh, a hand song, job. a song. Yes, they're gonna give me a hand job hand since job. Uh, one of them didn't get a shower, and that's apparently payday. Uh, but I'm gonna have them uh, give me a song gratis, maybe a new one that they have a demo of. Uh, get some of their music out. Uh, so check them out if they come around your area. Get that Let them shower because apparently that's all they want for a payday. So if oh you're a book, God. if you're a booking agent, just give them a shower, and they don't need any money and pizza. And, lots uh, of pizza though. Lots of pizza. So just it's, one shower. But it's like it's like so much pizza you might as well just pay us money. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be a lot of pizza. And uh, <laughs> don't put the money. Don't even hesitate. Don't even worry. Don't even think about don't it. Don't even think about it. Don't, don't buy the pizza. <laughs> Give us some money. <laughs> so this has been a this has been a fun podcast. Thank you guys for uh, doing it with me. Well, thank thanks you. for having thank us. You. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for. Literally Thanks for the hospitality too. Yeah, no. yeah. We got. You know, I'm not paying you. You guys your... can see that we got the hook up here. We I'm got not, I'm pretzels. Not <laughs> we got some beer, cheese. The beer is so much. The beer, they, the beer they tequila. Brought. I bought that. <laughs> Evan Williams. <laughs> but uh, by the way, I'm not paying them for the show tonight, so I actually he got paid off us in shows. I got really, <laughs> <laughs> I got off really light. <laughs> So thanks for listening and uh, see these guys if they come to your town and uh, check them out on it's uh, probably not MySpace Facebook uh, Sun and Flesh backslash Sun and Flesh yeah. Flesh uh, same on YouTube.